This is a podcast from ABC Radio Overnights. I'm Rod Quinn. Time for our weekly look at the world of health and fitness with Professor Gordon Lynch. Gordon, good morning. Good morning, Rod. We have spoken in the past about the importance of nuts in your diet. And you've got to eat the right kind of nuts, which is probably the kind of nuts I don't like. But anyway, let's barrel on with this, Gordon. Let's uh, let's go on. Because I like salted cashew nuts or salted macadamias. Do they make the list of nuts you ought to eat? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. Not, not really. I mean, we, we, my sort of mantra has always been unsalted and, and raw if plus terms of getting the benefits. But as you know, we have, we've talked about the benefits of eating nuts for quite some time. And, and on this show, at least the last couple of decades, we've provided our listeners with all the latest that's happening. And it seems that you know, every, every few months there's another sort of advance. And that's really what I wanted to bring up this topic again, because we, we know that improving blood cholesterol has been on the, on the thing for quite some time. Nuts can help reduce inflammation and oxidative stress, improve circulation. And it's because they're generally high in, in antioxidants, but they also contain protein vitamins and minerals and fiber so you know packed within a, a pretty dense sort of you know, food in terms of nutrients and I think if we think about all the different studies that have been done linking nuts to better health they've really looked at regular consumption of nuts with decreased risk of heart disease certain types of cancers gallstones type 2 diabetes many other conditions as well our recommendation is you know, having a handful of nuts on, on most days of the week will get you to the level which would confer some level of protection. But every so often we, we get new studies coming out about how nuts can improve these different conditions, including you know, heart disease and other things. And, and that's what I wanted to talk okay. about today because there's been some new material which is coming out particularly about walnuts. And I'm not yes. sure if I think walnuts may not be your favourite. Yeah, they're not my favourite just by themselves. I don't mind them on the top of a carrot cake, for example. And the icing on top of that, they they often go well together. But what is it about walnuts? Because the recommendation is a handful of walnuts every day for two years reduces cholesterol levels in older adults. So the question is, why walnuts? Why a handful? Would eating more walnuts be better for you, even better for you? Yeah, no, they're good, good questions. I mean, generally speaking, as we said about nuts, have you know, they're high in polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fatty acids, but the high content of vitamins and minerals and magnesium and calcium, all those sorts of things. There are a number of plant chemicals as well. We call them phytochemicals, and they're, we call phenolic acids, polyphenols, phytosterols. All of these different plant chemicals are associated with a range of health benefits. And in particular, walnuts, they seem to be having you know, a much higher content of a phytochemical called alpha-linolenic acid. That, so that's a particular plant chemical that's beneficial to health. The other thing about walnuts is that we usually eat them with their skin. And that's a different to many other things where you sort of have to remove you know, the shell and other things and the skin is removed before consumption. With walnuts, you know, the skin's retained and that has the highest content of these phytochemicals. So you know, I think significant with, with walnuts, it's, it's, it's really important that we consider them as part of our daily source. And your question was, how much would we take? The, re- the recent evidence is suggesting a handful a day was enough. I'll say that that was a modest reduction in cholesterol. Could we eat more? Maybe we could, but 
we, we need to, uh, I think, include it as part of a healthy approach to, to, to diet. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we need to be sensible about it as always. So how do we know that it's the walnuts making the difference and not just a sensible diet? Well, I think in in these particular studies, so this this study which um, came out in the the journal Circulation, which is one of the flagship journals of the American Heart Association, and they showed these healthy older adults eating half a cup a day, so about a, you know, so it's a handful of walnuts for two years. They didn't change any other aspect of the diet; they just had the extra walnuts, and it was a modest reduction in in overall levels of cholesterol. One of the other things when, when you talk about these particular studies, when they're an older group of adults, well, there are other things going on as well. So we've got to take that into consideration. They may be on certain other medications and so on. And if that's generalised across the population, and what they did in this particular study was that they had one group was, which was the intervention and they received the walnuts and the other group which didn't receive it. So it was just basically you get the nuts or you don't get the nuts. I also want to point out, and I know you you were going to get to this eventually, but um, this was a study which was funded by the California Walnut Commission. We often see this, Rod. Many of these nut companies uh, investing in research because they're they're really showing these health benefits. But we always have to take that into consideration because it would be asked of us. And it was one of the studies which was supported by the California Walnut Association. But taken into consideration, this was a, a study involving about seven. 100 participants between the ages of 63 and 79. 68% of them were women and they were healthy, independent living adults in two cities, Barcelona, Spain, and a a particular region of of California. So we've got two different groups, a a mix of different types of people, but they fit the the particular categories that we're looking at. And they either received that intervention, which was the handful of walnuts, to the normal everyday diet, and the other group which abstained from eating any type of, of walnuts. And after two years, they tested them for their particular types of cholesterol levels, and there are various types. The advance of this particular study, and the reason why it got into this prestigious journal, was that they were looking at um, particular lipoproteins. They, they make up the particular type of cholesterol, but there are different components and different types of lipoproteins and this particular study was able to categorise them because they were using some sophisticated technologies to, to measure them, to analyse uh, the different blood samples. And what they found was after this two-year intervention study was that they had total cholesterol and the low-density lipoprotein cholesterol and this intermediate level of cholesterol, all these different types of cholesterol, but they were lowered modestly and they the different types were modestly lowered by between 4 and up to 16%, so that wasn't too bad. But I still think that just that handful of nuts was able to reduce cholesterol levels overall. And the other advance was that they were able to identify these different intermediate density lipoproteins. They could actually measure the levels, and these could potentially become particular blood markers for future risk strategies in terms of identifying risk in populations based upon the types of LDL cholesterol that are there. So this was a pretty important advance in terms of being to identify these specific types of cholesterol. But the overall message for us, I think, as a from a general health and fitness point of view, was that a handful of nuts taken every day was able over a two-year period to reduce what we call that bad cholesterol level. Uh, and therefore, if you can reduce that bad cholesterol 
the overall reduction should be that you reduce your level of cardiovascular disease risk. So I think as a general health message, it's a pretty simple lifestyle modification just to have that extra handful of nuts to confer that benefit. As to the other questions as should we have more and would it confer more benefit? I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's just as a, as a starting point, I think it's not a bad way to go. Gordon Lynch is our guest as we talk about walnuts this morning. Santa Barbara, I think, is the walnut capital of the world or certainly the walnut capital of the United States. I wonder if that is the part of California that took part in this test. It's uh, Loma Linda was the Loma place Linda. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, and... Stockton, Missouri is the black walnut capital of the world. I don't know what a black walnut is. I presume it's a walnut that's black, Gordon. I'd be interested to have some. (laughs) Well, so what if you eat too many of them? Because I always think of walnuts as being fatty. Yeah, I think nuts have a general sort of healthy profile in terms of for their nutrition. But you know, some people believe that they shouldn't eat them because they're going to make them fat because of the nut content. And I think you know, nuts have been given a sort of a bad rap because most people think that regular consumption will lead to weight gain but nuts contain that healthy polyunsaturated and monosaturated fats rather than the artery clogging saturated fats so I think eating nuts in and of itself shouldn't cause weight gain because I think when you eat nuts because of the high fat content the good fat high fat content you're likely to make people feel full sooner so you're less likely to overeat if you have that feeling of fullness that's why as a healthy snack having a handful of nuts is better than going for a chocolate bar because the high sugar content of the chocolate bar and so on you get that initial satisfaction and before you know it you're hungry again as opposed to the nuts which make you feel full quicker and therefore potentially you're going to eat less over that period so in fact I think nut consumption has been associated with a lower risk of weight gain and obesity so I'd like to dispel those. You have to be sensible, of course, in all these things. There's no point eating a truckload of them and thinking that you're not going to gain weight. Of course you will. But I think if we, even if we think about substitution approaches, if we, if we can substitute this piece of cake with a handful of nuts or this chocolate bar with a handful of nuts, I think if we go with that sensible strategy about uh, substitution, I can allay those fears about weight gain because you're really having the the healthy fat content and the feelings of satiety, etc., which will make sure that you're eating less over the course of the day. So I think um, overall, if we can think about that as a healthy eating strategy, it's a pretty good one for all those different health benefits and the conditions that we talked about. Did you know, Gordon, that Stockton, Missouri, the black walnut capital of the world, the wild black walnut Harvest begins on October the 1st. You reckon they'd send us some? No, please. Uh, That's not what we do here on the ABC. (laughs) I'd like to try them because um, I wonder, I wonder, I I should look up and see whether they have a different health profile to the normal walnuts. Very good point. But that's, I think, in terms of the king of nuts, I think walnuts is up there. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. The king of nuts is not the walnut, Gordon. The king of nuts surely is macadamia or cashew. They are the king of nuts. Sure. Uh, so I, I like walnuts, but I also like the other nuts you mentioned, and that's why I think what we should try and do is you can have walnuts mixed in with oh, your other nuts, so cashews. Oh, I have cashews and walnuts and what, what about almonds? What about roasted yep. salted almonds? Oh, hang on. We, we talked about that. Yes, raw, I know you said un- that. Raw and unsalted, mm. but occasionally I don't mind the, um, the roasted ones either. They're quite, they're quite lovely. But So a handful of mixed nuts, I mean, and even no, no, peanuts. No, 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 Gordon, sorry. If you say mixed nuts, it's 95% peanuts. You know that. If you want yes. 
the best nuts. You go and buy them individually and mix them up. Pistachios, we love them. Yeah, pistachios are good. But I, they're also quite expensive. Most nuts are quite expensive, and that's why I think part of the you know, overconsumption, if we can keep it modest, I think we can keep it within our budget because they are very expensive. And like everything, eating healthy is an expensive approach. And, and I, I, it really frustrates me when we sort of push a message about eating well and eating healthily that that does come as a cost to eat healthy foods costs more than eating junk food and um, we've talked about this for decades about how we'd like to see that change but I, I don't see it changing anytime soon because it really the nuts are up there in terms of the cost but I think if we can have them as part of our regular diet in a modest amount as, as we've just discussed in this particular study you can still get quite a health benefit for heart disease and for other conditions as well. Gordon, thank you very much. Talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Rod. Gordon Lynch, Health and Fitness. Overnights with Rod Quinn on ABC Radio.